about it before the show. This is like your first time hearing her remix. What do you think so far? Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, she's fucking good. Yeah, I love it. You can't say, oh, I do, and then oh, not actually say, oh, shit. Here's the thing. I don't like silly childish shit. Here's the thing. The only reason I would share with you in the way that I did is if it came from a place that I know you have respect. So this is me as your best friend. I just want to know who it is. I'm not even ugly about it. Here's the answer. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. Well, it wasn't her. The views expressed are those of oh, the hosts just me and guests saying. who come from different backgrounds Let and it go, man. Listener discretion is advised. It's the South Congress podcast, episode 68. My name is Cameron. And I am Peanut. So, <sighs> elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. We took a week off last week. We did. And... For me, the biggest part of that was it was recharging the batteries, man. We've been going hard um, between projects, between you finishing up the school year, mm-hmm. me finishing up the semester, um, you know, doing the East Coast cast, contributing with the torch, doing uh, side projects and working on merch and art and it's been a lot and, and so with a holiday coming up uh like it was last week and us kind of processing through that it, it was just a situation for me where i was like yo i can really take this time to to recharge my batteries to think about the things i want to do to put things in perspective and then come back with the energy to be good at this thing that we do um so yeah that's kind of where we are now mm-hmm. i'm gonna turn myself down a little bit because no, turn up. I'm, I'm, no, I'm good. I'm perfect. Okay. <laughs> I just want I want this sound to be kind of where I want it to be. So, um, how was your last two weeks? I guess how's everything? Everything's good. Um, you know, spring ball's ended. We're uh, we're looking a lot better right now than when the season ended, which is a good thing. It's a great thing. Um, school's almost done. Friday is officially the last day of school. Then. Um, you know, the grind don't stop. Tuesday, I'm in the weight room with the kids for the strength and conditioning program. We're going to get bigger, faster, stronger with the middle and uh, high school kids. And, you know, we're, we're just going to start a new wave with that. And hell, I'll be doing that till about uh, late July. So I'll, I'll officially maybe have about 
three to four weeks of actual vacation where I just get to mellow the fuck out and do what I want. But hey, it's a beautiful thing. How about you, man? How's your two weeks been? Um, pretty good, man. Like I, I've been, um, I've been cool. Um, again, like this last week was kind of relaxing. Just been working on different pods, different shows, different guest appearances. Um, yeah, everything's everything's really been all right, man. I'm. I'm good, and I don't get to say that like all the time. Like a lot of times, you get on these things and you say like, "Oh yeah, things are going great," and then you you jump off the mic and it's like, "Oh, life's terrible." Um, so no, it was kind of a crazy week. We had, um, and even if you're not a wrestling fan, like this part, I think will still be interesting to you. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was a show last weekend. Um, all Elite Wrestling, brand new wrestling company, started by Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega, uh, backed by the Khan family, um, owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, mm. They started an alternative wrestling company um, that's going to have TV time on TNT. Really? Uh, featured a lot of the top talent. Um, they put on a really good show uh, last weekend, and it was kind of... You know, the exclamation point was John Moxley, who was Dean Ambrose in WWE, um, multi-time world champion, member of the Shield, uh, kind of their biggest faction from the last decade or so. So they um, like he comes out as a surprise guest and then he does a podcast with Chris Jericho, who, you know, if you're a casual wrestling fan, you know who that is. So that goes well and kind of shakes up the wrestling world about different things so wednesday travis and i are doing the east coast cast and i get a message from wade keller wade keller runs pro wrestling torch um shout out wade keller if you listen to me on this um or anything else you know when i talk about pro wrestling torch and doing work for them um you know that's the guy in charge so i get a message from him he says hey did you listen to the jericho moxley show and i'm like yeah and he's like well and I can't even really tell all the details of this, but basically he had Moxley lined up for an interview and almost nobody knew. Um, and so he said, uh, between myself, between Rich Fan, a couple of other guys, he was like, yo, I haven't told anybody. Nobody knows. This is on the hush. Um, let's gather up some questions for him. And so, you know, I went all in on the questions. No pun intended. Uh, went all in on the questions and that interview went up uh Friday night at midnight, and it's gotten really good feedback. Um, gotten a lot of good stuff on Twitter, a lot of good stuff on Instagram, and kind of the biggest thing about that was like, you know, I got to sit back and watch how people felt about questions I was asking the most popular act in wrestling right now, and that's crazy. No, that's a great thing, man. That's yeah. a that's a big move up for you. It's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. And, and no, big again, shout out like, to you for that, man. The the biggest thing is they don't know, like, you know, because nobody, not everybody knows how the sausage is made, right? So they don't know that a lot of times stuff like this is a collaborative effort. And this is not me taking anything away from Wade because Wade has the connections. Wade has done the work for years and years and years. And, and so, like, I know that he's the head of the ship. But the fact that he would come to like me and a rich knowing that we can contribute with something like this was a great feeling. So like 
when I see people respond to Wade about questions I presented Wade and think a lot of it, it's great. So that was really cool. Um, that was kind of the biggest thing, man. And really, for that to come in a week where I'm taking a break from all my stuff is a great feeling because it lets you know that the work you do is worthwhile and people are thinking about it. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you put in the grind. You're definitely deserving of this opportunity. And, fuck yeah. And that's what happens when you put in the work. The work does matter. Yeah, huh? Um, it's funny. Cody Rhodes has like a saying about doing the work. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, Cody, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yo, don't. No, shout don't out Cody Rhodes, like, though. I, gotta, I mean, uh, I gotta do what I understand, thing. they had a hell of a pay-per-view. It was really good. I'm just kind of I'm kind of disappointed I missed it. But, you know, maybe I'll see it one day. Yeah, so let's flip to that. Um, you and I are recording this right after NXT TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Um, five matches. You know, they did. I, I don't think you were here for... Um, for Riddle Strong, but you saw a tag team ladder match, mm-hmm. uh, North American title match, mm-hmm. uh, women's title match, and the NXT title match. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a good show like they always put on. I thought Adam Cole showed why he's a star. Um, yeah, what, what did you think just randomly about the show without without alienating our fans who don't give a shit about wrestling? No, I mean, I mean overall, I, I thought it was a really good product. Like, I really enjoyed it. You know, it it cut the bullshit out, and it went right. It went right to the wrestling, which someone like me—that's what I want to see. I, you know, cut the bullshit, cut the shitty promos. Let's get right to it. You know, just put a match on, and hey, you know, go at it. You know, wh- whoever's the better athlete is going to win, whatever, yada yada. But like I said, overall, it was a really good, it was a really good uh, pay per view. I really enjoyed um really enjoyed it. I would I would give it like an eight. A yeah, rating. I, I, I really, really enjoyed it that much. It was um, great. It was a great pay-per-view. I know we're going to go into detail about it on on Wednesday, so mm-hmm. I won't try to break down too much. But, yeah, just um, I love that the Street Profits got their win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong were amazing. Velveteen Dream is absolutely a star. Um, and Adam Cole, again, if Adam Cole was six inches taller and 35 pounds heavier, he'd be the most famous wrestler in the world. Um, and those are things you can't control. But even outside of... The physical things that he lacks, like the look. I think Adam Cole is, if not the best act in wrestling, one of the best acts in wrestling. He's he's amazing. Um, so yeah, enough about that stuff. So let's talk, man. What you want to um, talk about? So you don't watch The Office, really. No, I know you've, really. you've kind of dabbled. It's funny. Your beef with the office is wow. You guys really like being at work all the time, don't you? And I, I think that's a very like rational beef, but it's also this is like really funny. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. I um, there's a show called Always Be My Maybe, um, that is about like Asian American. It's like an Asian American rom com series, right? Mm-hmm. And see, I understood that reference though because I, I've seen that one. You've seen that clip, yes. So That's the hilarious. lead on it, um, the lead actor, I don't know his name offhand, but there's a scene in the Office, the American version, where Jim and Dwight, who are always at each other's throats, Jim's always playing pranks on Dwight. So one day, him and his wife get their friend, who's an actor, to sit in his gym. The thing about it is, he's an Asian guy. And they play this joke on Dwight where they basically uh, convince Dwight that Jim is Asian. Um, And what I'll do, I guess I can play the clip. I think the audio will be like, okay. 
you'll get the gist of it if you haven't watched the show. Maybe we'll put like a link to it in there. But yeah, this is really fun. So let's do that. Get out of here, YouTube ad. YouTube, you suck for having all these ads. Jim's not Asian. You seriously never noticed? Hey, hats off to you for not seeing rings. All right then, Jim. Uh, why don't you tell me about that sale that you made yesterday? Uh, Wellington Systems sold them 10 cases of 24-pound letter stock. Or were you talking about Creek or Murphy because I didn't close that one yet. But I'm hoping I've got a voicemail from Paul Creek waiting for me. Please enter your password. <laughs> you have one new message. No, 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 no. That's sensitive information only for employees, not outsiders. Dwight, cut it out. I'm trying to work. You don't work here. You're not Jim. Jim, I got us that dinner reservation. Greek goes 730. Oh, great. Can't wait. Jim's at the dentist this morning, and Steve is an actor friend of ours. I don't know who you are. You are not Jim. This is Jim! <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, how did... Oh. It was perfect, so... If you, uh... If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. I'm sorry you don't, because it was a lot of fun. So, um, <laughs> this is my point of this, right? That's the actor, and he's posing in a picture um, for a promo for the show. Mm-hmm. And I quoted the tweet and said, Jim finally figured out Pam ain't the one. It That was 13 hours ago. Okay. So, right now, it has 9,721 likes. 2,803 retweets. Holy shit. And do you know how much money that amounts to? Hmm. Zero dollars. Now. Womp, womp, womp. And the thing about that is, like, of course, we'd all love a tweet to go viral. Somebody to realize we're hilarious or somebody to check our bio and hire us to do stuff. It very rarely happens. If you even look at it, the tweets that go super viral are typically from people who don't have a lot of followers. It's a moment and not a a relationship. Like, it doesn't build to that, you know? So, with that being the case, um, there was a story on Instagram, I guess, mm-hmm. about somebody with 2 million followers wow. that could not sell 36 t-shirts you know what i say to that what do you say to that i feel like you are very excited about what you just did i am so here's what the young lady said about this project she was putting together hi it breaks my heart to have to write this post as y'all know i released my brand i've poured my heart into this drop For my photo shoot, I flew out a photographer and a makeup artist. Thank you guys for coming. And I planned weeks ahead and was lucky enough to gather some friends who modeled for me. Shout out to y'all too. I rented out a huge photo studio for the day so I could have as many shots and video promos as I could. Huge thank you to my best friend uh, for literally coming home early uh, to come and help me on this. But unfortunately, the company I'm working with goes based on your first drop sales. 
in order for them to order and make my products, even to keep working with them, I have to sell at least 36 pieces. Um, knowing I've became super irrelevant, I already knew it was going to be hard, uh, but I was getting such good feedback that people loved it and were going to buy it. No one has kept their word. So now the company won't be able to send out the orders to people who actually bought the shit and it breaks my heart. Uh, don't worry, you will get a refund. I sent out PR packages to friends, but I didn't get any feedback from them, which I can understand. People are busy and I don't expect to be the number one priority. Aside from that, the people I thought would support me really didn't, nor did they share any of my posts, which is all I asked for. It sounds bitchy, like no shade to anybody. I've supported everyone's music or whatever they've asked me to support on, and I couldn't even get it in return. But it's okay, because I just see this as a setback and a wake-up call to work harder for what I want and to never give up. This isn't the end of my brand. This is just a minor setback, and I will take this time to make my brand even better for y'all. Thank you to those who have supported. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Whoa, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Like genuinely unfortunate. But um, you know, but what you do know, you, wait. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I do want to let yeah. you speak. What are your thoughts on it first? I mean, in, in a weird way, I'm not surprised because when you linked that in the group chat, I checked it out and I was like, okay, who is this person? And I was looking at the Instagram and stuff like that. There was no kind of promotion for the product, so there was no links, no nothing, so there's no way that people know about it. I believe that, and I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I I took what she was saying to mean that that wasn't the route that she went. Like It wasn't like, I feel like she was DMing people and sending people direct packages based on what she said. Mm -hmm. Um it's the wrong way to go, but okay. Well, no, but it's not. That, that's the thing. That, that's what the whole conversation is, though. Based on the conversation she had with these people, mm -hmm. she had every reason to believe that was the right way to go. Ultimately, it proved to be the wrong way. But if you, if people who tell you they care about you, yeah, are saying, "Hey, I fuck with the vision." And then you send them something and they don't respond. I don't think that's you failing with the marketing or planning. I think that's people being liars. Mm, uh, if you no, if you tell uh, me you're going to do something for me and I and, and you've given me reason to trust you and then you don't do it, that's not me being a fool. Mm, Nobody's a fool. No, no, be real. I ain't no, being real. Nobody's a fool the first time. Mm -hmm. If, if you tell me you're going to the store to pick something up for me and you don't do it, I'm not a fool. Yeah. Like. But I mean, it's like, here's the thing as well. Mm -hmm. You don't, you have a lot of followers, you know, on Twitter. Yeah. Obviously not as many as she does. Sure. From Instagram. You've sold more merchandise than she has. Sure. And you know why? Because you put the links out there. You put pictures of the products out there. You promote it. Okay. She didn't do nothing to that. Okay. You've never, as far as I, I as far as I understand, yeah. you've never actually been like, hey, Jay, hey, Quincy, hey, Jeff. Or, I've never or, reached out to a person individually. That's what I'm saying. Say, and yeah. you never just send them like random stuff. Like, hey, mm -hmm. you know, here's a shirt. Tell me what you think. Like. But, but she's, but this is the thing though. I also don't think she's selling $25 shirts on Public. Yeah, I think what she was trying to do was a different thing. No, no, I understand that, but still. Yeah, but but, but I'm saying like she's not promoting it. Like there, there was no kind of promotion 
from her end but, on her Instagram. Yeah. Or anything but, where she's has but, all the followers. But I don't think what I'm saying is I don't think what she's selling is so similar to what the type of stuff that we do no, to it, where that thing works. Yeah, no, and I understand, but it has nothing to do with that. It's just the fact that there was zero promotion. That's the that's the key. But I, I think we're having I think you're having a different conversation. No, it's the same conversation, but I'm just saying it's like you promote, how, she how, didn't promote. How are you going to tell me it's the same conversation? No, but but I'm trying to tell you it's like slow down and just just hear me out. No, this is why. No, I, I'm <laughs> hearing you out, but like you're not listening. The the thing is, she did zero promotion, so of course, but she's not really going to sell anything. I'm. She just said, you. "Hey, you said you're going to fuck with me. Here's some stuff." But but no 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 no. I, again, we're having a different conversation. Okay. I'm not. I'm not discounting what you're saying about selling a thing. What I'm saying is my conversation isn't even about her not being able to sell. My conversation is about her being an influencer, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and running in the influencer pack. That's what I'm talking about. Because yeah. that seems to be a crabs in a barrel thing. That's what I got from this. Yeah. Like, okay. she was okay, like, I you're saying now. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, she, okay, that makes sense. It's not like she had, okay, guys, I'm selling tank tops and I have 2 million followers. Here's what's happening, right? I think that she was like, okay, I have 2 million followers. Here's somebody who claims to fuck with me that has 1.5. Somebody else that claims to fuck with me that has 1.2. Somebody else that claims to fuck with me that has half a million. So... I'm going to be able to reach out to these people and then we're going to, they're going to post to their followers who don't follow me about how dope my shit is. And then when it drops, that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. 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 So no, no, no. Which is stupid on her behalf, but yeah. But I don't think it's stupid. But, but, but I think that now. It is stupid because they have their own shit going on. Well, but, but the other thing she said. When they were doing shit, mm-hmm. I fucked with them, and I pushed for them. That's the mistake she made. Yes, thinking thinking remember. that love is yeah. mutual. Yeah, yeah, you gotta remember, like you know, at the end of the day, these people don't really know you. They're not gonna fuck with you. You know, j- just like, mm-hmm. um, just like with your Twitter followers versus your Savage Life crew, mm-hmm. we fuck with you to the end. Your Twitter followers aren't gonna fuck with you to the end. You know. You're going to say one thing that might make somebody uneasy, mm-hmm. and then they're going to get in their feelings. Whereas us in Savage Life, we're going to fuck with you. We, we yeah. rock with you. We grew up together. And, and like, we support your vision. My thing is, like, when... Shout out Savage Life. When I see somebody, like, doing something in, the, in like, the wrestling journalism stuff, mm-hmm. I'll throw out a retweet, like, quick. And it's, it's, it's funny to the point where they'll reach back to me, like, yo, like, thanks for retweeting that. And I'm like... What are you talking about? Because I expect, and it's not fair. Yeah. Just like her. I expect when I do something, I there are 10, 15, 20 people I expect to retweet shit. Yeah. And they don't. And I'm wrong because you fall into a trap like she does. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a cold game, man. Like, I, I understand you it's saying the cold that, like, world out there. Yeah, I get you saying she's dumb, and I'm not totally discounting that but i'm also like i see exactly why she thought yeah i see that it too. was gonna happen like, yeah, yeah no I, and I see that too yeah you know putting all the information i see that too now but yeah i remember like if you have that many followers 
They'd be busy doing their own shit. They're not going to give a fuck about this. Like, evidently. Yeah, that's, that's right. So she for those y'all, that's not to cuss nobody out. <laughs> so yeah, mad. that's what I'm saying. And you know, you know, bless her heart. But yeah. you know, guys, for those of y'all that ever try and have something, promote it. You got to promote it yourself. At the end of the day, nobody's going to be here for you except you yourself. Promote your own shit. Hey, a lot of people never sold CDs out of their trunk, and it shows. <laughs> a lot of people didn't have to do that, dog. That was that was different, dog. Some of us had to go out there and really hustle. And it Some was of a us different had to time. go to Urban City. To Some of us had to, pull, had to pull up on one and laugh at his other artists. Um, I wonder where he's at these days. I, that's a question we're hopefully going to get the answer to soon. Mm-hmm. Um, can I be completely honest with you? Okay. I believe mm-hmm. in the employee over the employer. I think you should always go to your best situation. I think nobody should tie you to a job. I think if you don't want to be at a job, you should not have to stay there. Absolutely. I say all that to say, it's very difficult for me to watch the NBA Finals. And I I want the very best for Kawhi Leonard. But when I watch him play and I watch him excel, I just remember that he was doing that and could have continued to do that for the Spurs. It's difficult for me. And, you know, it is too, but here's the thing. And it's like, it's like I've said, if the team doctors, when it fucked up, when it cleared him so early, he might have still been there. A lot of things went wrong in that situation. Yeah. However, I do think that ultimately, for him, whether they win this series or lose this series. I'm all cheering for him. I'm rooting for him. I, I want to th- do good. Yeah. I think he's going to make the most money. Yes. I think he's going to have the most influence on basketball yes. and pop culture yes. being outside of the San Antonio Spurs system. And you Genuinely. know what? It's all love for Kawhi. You know, all these other so-called Spurs fans, the really, you know, the assholes that hang out at the Pearl and shit, those dickheads, they're like, eh, fuck Kawhi and I hate Kawhi. No, shut up, you dumb dicks. You know what? Kawhi's just making moves. If he wasn't happy here for a reason... If the doctors, if they fucked up, blame the goddamn doctors. You have all that years of medical school, all that bullshit, and you can't diagnose them correctly? Really? Okay. Cost the Spurs literally a franchise player. Yeah. And not only that, with Danny Green, too. Yeah. I mean... That's the the thing, like, you know, people don't realize, because obviously it's Danny Green, but, you know, shout out Danny Green, you know, get buckets, but he got misdiagnosed as well. What does that tell you? Well, well, (laughs) I mean, we need to go back to the UT Health Science Center. Yeah, yeah. I mean, goddamn. I mean, up. you know, I, I mean, like I said, I, I absolutely respect, you know, the medical profession. I respect everything they do. They definitely put in the work and the hours, you know, the grind. But, you know, I, I'll be honest. It is the medical team's fault that there is no more Kawhi and no more Danny Green on that Spurs team because of them, solely because of them. Tim Duncan could have played another eight years. If y'all didn't tell him he was old. Anyway, um, <laughs> so so with that with that saying, yeah. um, as well as I also really want Kawhi and Danny Green. Yeah, to shout do. out Kawhi. You know um, what? Get a ring. Hey, get a ring. Get your money. Who don't you want to do well in this series? Drake? Exactly. <laughs> tell, me about, tell me about Drake the super fan. No, it, it's gross. Like, Stephen A. Smith right now, he's very gross right now. Like, this is, I normally agree with him, but I'm at the disagree with the fact that he thinks it's okay for Drake to be all on the sidelines touching coaches. No, that's not okay. That's very fucking gross. Because now you're you're saying that, hey, if you have X amount of dollars, 
And if you're if you're a he certain does person, work for the team. I mean, genuinely, he has a job with the team. I, I thought I would throw that in there. No, but that is but still no. <laughs> yeah, no. The guy, the guy who, like the guy who sells peanuts, isn't allowed to come down and touch the coach. Exactly. I, I yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, at the end of the day, he's just a, he's just a fan. He's like any other person that's on courtside. Obviously, his pockets are deeper. But no, he he shouldn't be on there touching the touching the coaches or doing anything like that. Like they give him too much leeway. Like they need to tell him, you know what, sit the fuck down or don't go to the games. Like that's and I, and look, Drake does not make the NBA. Nobody is watching these games. To say, oh my god, I want to see what Drake's gonna do next. No, no one gives a shit about that. Okay, sure, like you know it's cool, whatever. But we're not watching him. See what he's gonna do. Did you notice during game one that Drake was wearing an armband? Yes. Do you know why he was wearing an armband? Because he's a fucking bop. That's why. Because he has uh, KD and Curry's num- uh, tattoo on it. He's a fucking bop. <laughs> Drake has a lot of light skin tattoos. He's a fucking bop. <laughs> he's, he's the biggest bop out there. I like, think that's fucking I, sad. I think that Drake um, is a gifted artist. Absolutely. And... Well, I think he's a gifted artist, but he's coincidentally a gifted artist. He's also a, a fanboy and a stan. And... You know, you know who Drake is. Genuinely, Drake is a more accessible version of the game. Yeah, because they do a lot of the same things in music. Um, but Drake is is more talented, and and I think that boy, he never thought he'd be in this position, and he doesn't know <laughs> how to act. So bless his heart. Um, I want to give you a number. Yeah, eighty two thousand. Okay. Does the number mean anything to you? No. That's how much Art Bryles is getting to coach high school football. Oh, my God. 82000 82000 At Mount Vernon? $82,000. Wow. Now, Mount Vernon High School mm-hmm. hired Art Bryles to be their head football coach. Do you believe in your heart that they are unaware of the allegations of misreporting of sexual assault at Baylor? No. That he faced that led him to lose. No, they're not unaware of it. They know what's going on. Do they just not care? They don't care. I mean, to them, it, it's at the end of the day, you understand with Texas, mm-hmm. football is king. No matter if it's high school or college, football is king. Let me ask you this. Okay. Because I think we both agree that anybody who would condone or cover up or massage any type of sexual assault is a bad person. I think we agree on that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let's say, let's just say that, let's go to a parallel universe, me and you, right? Okay. There's a football coach who's a great football coach who is a mass murderer, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever loophole, he didn't go to prison for mass murder. Okay. You and I live in a universe where everybody's immortal, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Would you hire that football coach to be your coach? No. If he can't kill anybody. Like, he literally lost the ability to kill anybody. All he can do is coach football. No. And and here's why I say that. And I'm, you know me, I never play devil's advocate. I hate playing devil's advocate. But, at least we play more often, though. Eh, not by me. That's why you're here. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's why we work. Because apparently there's some people out there mad at me, but, you know, I, I, I don't give a I, shit. You're being petty. So listen. I, yeah, I say, yes, I am. <laughs> so listen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Art Bryles, as a high school football coach, Mm -hmm. is no longer in a position to have any type of say over any type of sexual abuse or assault between students. Yeah. Because as a high school coach, you don't control any of that. You're not so high and mighty on the totem pole to where anybody will, like, people's parents are there. They didn't send their kids off to school. Their parents are down the street. Do you think that they might have considered, well, even if any type of sexual misconduct happens, our high school football coach doesn't have any say in the matter. All he can do is coach football. Because they're saying they knew nothing about it. They're full of shit. I'm saying they might have just waited and said, well, he can't really influence this, so fuck it, let's do it. No. They, this is this is exactly what happened. I, mm-hmm. And even though I wasn't in there, I know this is exactly what happened. They said we need a coach. Nobody's willing to come out to bumfuck Egypt, East Texas, to coach these kids. Wait a minute. There's our Bryles. Mm-hmm. Our Bryles made Baylor a winner. Our Bryles had some situations at Baylor. To where indeed he gave some kids a second chance. They fucked him over. However, he was a proven winner. Let's talk to him. Let's see if he'll want to come over here. Because last we checked, uh, the CFL didn't want him. He's coaching high school ball. Excuse me. In Europe. In Italy, to be exact. Let's bring him home. And they brought him in. Now he's here. And here's the crazy part. The superintendent. uh, Don't know his name. But obviously, this guy's clueless. He has to be a worse superintendent than the one that I used to have down in Del Rio. And that guy's pretty bad himself. That guy is a fucking jackass. Okay? But the one in Mount Vernon, you have... For wait, that, wait, wait. For the, slow for down that, for a second. Okay. Anthony Joshua lost to that guy tonight. What? He lost to a fucking what, uh, San Antonio uh, Westside Cholo? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Yes. My goodness. I'm sorry to interrupt an important conversation, but holy crap. Orle Vato. That's the okay. power of La Onda. Okay, all right, all right, but yeah, keep going, keep going. But go, anyway, so so they, so news reporters talked to the superintendent of Mount Vernon, and you know he's like, we went through a vetting process and blah blah this and this, and he's our man and and whatever. So they asked him, okay, did you ask the victims from Baylor about the situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we didn't. That's not great. Did you? Talk to the NCAA about what they found about our Bryles when he was the head coach of Baylor. Uh, no, we didn't. So what vetting did you do? Yeah. What did you do? Did you just look at just wins and losses and decide? Because, yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing. We all know our Bryles is a great coach. Like, I, yeah, we, I'm not going to take that away from you. Like, the man can coach football. Coach. Yeah. yeah. The man can coach football. Okay. He's a, a superb and a football pretty good coach. recruiter. Yeah, hell of a recruiter. What they had and yeah. what they turned to the NFL. And obviously, like, you know, that's going to that's gonna turn heads and that's going to put butts in the seats for any high school team, whether it's Mount Vernon, whether it's, 
you know, Eagle Pass, mm-hmm. whether it's Falfurius, it's going to put butts in the seats because you have our Bryles. But obviously, Mount Vernon, they're just plain stupid because here's the thing. I follow uh, Matt Stepp on Twitter, and he's the the know-it guy for all all of pretty much high school football. Matt Stepp, you know, great dude. He's the know-it-all. And reports that he got was that the coaches at Mount Vernon, at Mount Ver- I'm sorry, Mount Vernon, were told to basically keep their mouth shut about all this. So they knew. So that right there tells me that Mount Vernon knew what was going on. They just didn't want it to get out there because obviously that's going to cause public scrutiny and pretty much give a chance to persuade them to deny a contract to our Bryles. So they know what's going on. They're just playing stupid, you know, which is, you know what? Whatever. That's all I'm going to say that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you, have, you have a lot of great coaches out there who can actually coach football, have a clean record. Mm-hmm. Who do the right things, don't kiss ass, they don't suck dick, and they're not getting jobs, and, you know, you, you let this go. Okay, you know what? Best of luck to you. That's all I'm saying. That's and all I'm saying to clear, that. As long as your high school football coach is sucking adult dick, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, so, exactly. it sounds like high quality coaches. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are getting passed up. Are getting passed up. Yes. There's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys out there who are getting passed up because they're not playing the politics. They're not doing the bullshit. They just want to run a clean program, which I can totally respect. But they're gonna get passed up. But you know what? Hey, Mount Vernon, best of luck to you. I hope I hope you get what you're looking for. Are you saying the good coaches are getting put out on their booties? They're what? They're getting put out on their booties. The good coach. Um, which is my segue to Wrangler mm-hmm. on their booties. Um, Lil Nas X has a deal with Wrangler to sell $125 jeans with his lyrics 129. on the back. Sorry, 129 Yeah. And white people seem to be upset. Tell me about these upset white people, please. Um, I just think they have an issue with them, which I see no issue at all. I mean, like, Wrangler put out a statement. They said, hey, you know, we've always been a diverse company. You know, we want to stay relevant. We, we want to keep with, with the end crowd. Obviously, this kid is doing great things. This young man. I'm sorry, not a kid. Young man. Hey, he has a hell of a he has a hell of a track. It's taking the nation by storm. And hey, if, if he wants to partner up, why not? I see nothing wrong with it. If you don't want if you don't want that, guess what? Don't buy that particular brand of jeans. Buy the other ones. The Simple. idea that like they're disrespecting Wrangler somehow by supporting a rapper is super racist. Exactly. Um, did you see that video of him going to that elementary school? Oh, them kids were lit. They were so hyped. Yeah. <laughs> kids talking about leaning their bladders. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Lil Nas X. Hey. <laughs> yeah, man. What? It's funny. He's like, yes, I'm an industry plant and I love it. And it's like, oh, I respect that. That's guy. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a hell of a gimmick. Mm-hmm. And I want you to ride that gimmick as long as you can. Get that money. If you can ride this gimmick for 10 years and make about over $100 million, young man, get that money. If you make a single dollar, bless your heart. Get it. Yes, get that money. Get the money. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, one action. Shout out Lil Nas X. Tell me about the live action Aladdin movie. I watched it um, today. Streamed it because I don't believe in uh, buying movies that... um, Listen, listen, listen. Hmm. Disney owns everything. Please don't... 
talk Fuck on this Disney. podcast about stealing from Disney. I, I don't want them to show up at my door. Fuck Disney. They can show my door. I'll fight all of them. But anyway, so I streamed the movie at home because my thing's like, you know, if it's bullshit, I don't believe in paying money for bullshit. Okay? Which is why the reason why Napster and all that came out because when I can pay bullshit for music, um, I watched it. Uh, it was okay. I give it a C minus overall. I feel like if you have kids, you can enjoy it more. But if you're the type of person that you're looking for strictly for nostalgia and all that, don't watch it because you're going to be very disappointed. Uh, it kind of veered off a little bit from the actual script and changed it a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. The acting was very flat. I thought, my, in my personal opinion, it was very flat. It was very just kind of like monotone. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. There was no... No energy behind it. Like I felt like with animated characters, like with a genie and Jafar, like hell, because like in the in the animated series, like you know, in the actual movie, Jafar, even though yes, he was kind of like "fuck you, get away from me" kind of thing, but he was still kind of sarcastic and witty. He definitely had a charisma to him. Yes, in this movie, he didn't at all. He was just kind of like, now, you know, I have no need for you. Be gone or some bullshit like that. It's like what the fuck. You know, like, it, it, it was very flat. Like, I just, I don't like it. But again, I also know that movie wasn't made for people like me, so. But I will say this. If a, if the original Aladdin hadn't come out, this movie would have failed horribly. That I will say. I'm not going to go watch it. I, I don't. <laughs> I mean. Don't save your money. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. And please, I just hope, please, they don't fuck up The Lion King. And I, And, you know. Kind of goes back to my thought of there's some movies you just don't touch. Just don't fuck with. Just don't remake them. Leave it the way it was. If you want to put it out on DVD, remaster it, that's fine. Okay? But don't... You know, there's just movies that they just don't need a live action. Like, there's no need for it. It's just stupid to do it. I've been watching this show, Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, starring... Uh, Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live. Okay. Um, the premise is he's uh, an Iraqi war vet. So he's roughly, you know, our age, give or take, um, who suffers from a pretty chronic PTSD, was recruited to be a hitman um, who helps the, I don't know, I, I guess maybe the, the Czech mafia. Um but he finds his calling as an actor and wants to pursue that. And it's like the darkest of dark comedies. It's amazing. What is this on? It's on HBO. It's okay. so good. And he's busting ass. It, it's great. Um, his The guy who gets the gigs for him is... Uh, you've seen Dodgeball, because I know you. You've oh, absolutely. You've seen, I own the movie. The fat absolutely. Guy. The fat guy with the mail-order wife. The what? The fat guy with the mail-order wife. Okay. That's the guy who gets the gigs for him. That's who recruited him into it. Really, it's just so much comedy. It's an amazing show. And then Henry Winkler is his acting coach. So yeah, that's a show like I really do recommend. Yeah, okay. Um, really, like super dark comedy. It's like if they played Dexter another way. Okay. And there's absolute murder. Ooh. Now I like that. It's, you got my attention. It's pretty good. Um. Yeah, so let's see what else we got. We talked about the Moxley interview. Um, really quick, you want to have a conversation about video games? Yes, love and video I games. I don't buy them anymore, and then when I go to the like the store to look at them, I'm like, I don't want to play any of these games. What's happening to me? Well, 
why don't you want to play video games? Like, what's the issue? Here's what I think it is. And I hope that mm-hmm. when I say this... But you're also too busy to play video games. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like you do so many... Like, you have legit shit to be busy with to play video games. You have all the other podcasts. You have, you know... The goose down. Okay, the goose down. How did you turn your levels all the way up? You're super loud. All the time. did I? Oh no, I I, I only touched the main one. That's it. I didn't touch anything else. But no, um, no, no. But um, you, you have your pod. You have a Wade's pod. You have this pod, and then all this stuff that you have. I do think when I sit back and look at the week, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I can't get into anything new, which is why I think I cling to You don't have a lot of time for it. Yeah. And I mean, whereas me, it's like I literally, I teach at, well, my teaching every day has mm-hmm. come to just take my classes to the gym and just watch them play basketball or volleyball or badminton, make sure they don't kill each other, which they don't. They're pretty good at it. Um, and then at when school lets out, they go home. I go work out. And then after I work out, I go home. Uh Make something to eat, and then I play GTA from like nine till about eleven thirty, and I'll do resupply, sell some mission, or sell some, um, you know, do some sales, like you know, sell the counterfeit money, the cocaine, do some griefing a little bit, like you know, just fucking up people for the hell of it, and then just go to bed, and then, you know, back out because this is the only pot I do until I get my own show, which they all start in the summer. Yeah. Is what you're going to do? Yeah. But, right. I, but I feel like, you know, and I'm easier stuff to do, so it's okay. I mean, it's... it's and, you know, if y'all are mad now, you're really going to be mad at nobody's, that point. Nobody's upset at you. No. Nobody's upset. No, I, I really do think that's a lot of it, though. I think that, like, there's a specific type of game I like, mm-hmm. and if I don't see that specific thing, I'm like, I'm not going to try anything new because I don't have time to delve into that because I know that'll spread me too thin. Um, there's this one, like, $15 Power Rangers game on Xbox. Um that's gotten like not great reviews and I keep waiting for it to go on sale because I'm cheap because $15 is too expensive um cheap fuck other than that man uh I feel like you have a clip you want to play for us about Airbnb oh yeah let me see if I can find it um which was really like oh it was pretty fucked up do you want me to play it no I think I'd rather rather you play it okay so basically because they can hear it better on your platform than mine I think that um let's see Basically, there were four gentlemen, or five no, gentlemen, this five, this five, who yeah. were looking to rent a room, mm-hmm. right? And essentially, it was a four-bed, yeah, but it also had a, a couch, couch right? yeah. And so these gentlemen uh, showed up five deep, mm-hmm. and the person in charge of the Airbnb. Um, felt the need to address the situation. Oh, it does no, on the Airbnb description. It says it four in a couch. So that's five. You have it on your Airbnb description. Which monkey is going to stay on the couch? Which monkey is going to stay on the couch? Which mo- Yikes. Can we do that one more time? Absolutely. No. It does no, on the Airbnb four. description. It says, it says four in a couch. So that's five. You have it on your Airbnb description. Which monkey is going to stay on the couch? Which monkey is going to stay on the couch? Whew. Um... Yeah, so thank you. Bring me back down. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, what do you say? That, that's horrible. Um, I mean, obviously, she has, she has no right to be using that kind of language. Um, I also kind of feel like if she really put on her listing that, hey, this is only going to sleep for she didn't want someone to sleep on the couch, they should have tried to undercut to also get that fifth per- person in because this also kind of reminds me of the time when um, 
And obviously, like I said, that's definitely not going to excuse her language. Like, obviously, she's in the wrong for that. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it was if it was up to me, she would no longer be allowed to use being, uh, Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah, mm-hmm. she never she would never be allowed to do that ever again because that's that's obviously wrong. Nobody should ever be treated like that, no matter what happened. But at the same time, like it kind of reminded me of the time to where um, you remember uh, last year when I first moved down here. Yes. When uh, my friends from Del Rio came down here. Yes. Okay. Well, she was telling me like we were at one of the bars. They were at Lux. Uh, she was saying how um, they got an Uber, and I think there was five of them. But they tried to get an Uber X, you know, which is one through four. Mm-hmm. And the Uber pulled up and said, "Oh, this is five of y'all. Nope, fuck y'all," and drove off. Jeez. Like, as an Uber, it literally changes nothing. Like, okay. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean. But they, they were, I mean, I don't know if that was the words that were said, but I know they're pretty much like, nope. That's how they feel. I'm not going to give you a ride because you have five people. My car is designated for one through four people. That's it. And mm-hmm. I understand that. Like, I feel like there's people out there that they do try and cut corners. Yeah. And we all, we, as, as uh, consumers, we have to understand this. We are not entitled to anything. We are not entitled to say, hey, like... I want to change the rules, you know, to this because I'm paying X amount of dollars for this. No, you know, if it says this, go with that, you know, pay the extra money to get that to get to sleep five or more, obviously. But again, I'm definitely not condoning what she said, because like, that's just horrible. That's that's disgusting. And I hope she does not. I hope Airbnb does the right thing and tells her, you know what, bitch, fuck you. You're not allowed to use our services anymore. I really hope they do that because that's that's just horrible. But at the same time, you know, if it says it's only going to sleep four, don't assume because there's a couch that you can get a fifth person in. Like, Yeah, regardless of whatever the policy is, mm-hmm. there's no excuse for anybody to be called a monkey. Exactly. No, I agree. 100%. Um, so let's talk about this week coming up. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Um, Ashley, who is Joe's friend who I did the interview with Joe um, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. on camera. She apparently likes the goose down. Great, good. Um, and so I was going to try to flip that into us doing like a big show this week. I decided to wait because we'll figure that out. So, Oh, um, with her? Well, just with her and her partner. Like the four of us. Um, wait, with me? Yes. Oh, be the cool. four of us. Um, so nice. let's get invisible is going to be this week. Um, oh, yeah. It's a good book. What else is happening this week? Um, My last week of school. Your last week of school is coming Friday. Um, I'm actually going to miss some of these kids. I'm not going to lie. These are some really good kids. You're going to miss your kids. I, I'm not going to lie. I really feel, a, I really, in a weird way, I feel a, I feel a certain kind of way that they're moving on. But, you know, it's cool. Um, you know, with the last five years, I had a kid. I'm like, man, you know, fuck those kids. But... These kids, like I said, a little bit different, like, you know, because... I don't think you're allowed to say fuck those kids. No, but I mean, I just didn't care for those kids in that last district. But these kids, it's a lot different because they remind me a lot of us. You know, they they remind me of us when we grew up. So I think that's why I kind of have more of an attachment to them, you know, kind of like, you know, like uh, I look at, I look more out for them than anything. So, um, but, you know, I, I, I am glad they're doing well. And I want them to do well, you know, in high school. And, you know, like I told them, hey, man, you know, don't worry about it. When it's track season, I'm going to be at your track meets. Don't worry about it. I'll be there, you know, cheering on and that kind of thing. It's decent. Yeah. It really is. You know, like I said, like, they're good kids. They're really good kids. Guys, um, the only thing I'll say is if there's something you're passionate about, work hard at it and put work into it. Um, The work matters. The work work. matters. The work's important. Do the work. Um, Even if you get, even if, uh, 
you get a free trip somewhere, please do some media stuff. <laughs> Guys, if you... I hate when people say if you want it bad enough, it'll happen, but I will say no. this. If you're good at it and you want it, it'll happen. Yes. Um, yes. Being good at it actually does matter. It and, does um, matter a lot. You know, just um, believe in the feedback. If people fuck with you, you'll know it. Um, and again, like this all kind of started as me seeing somebody who's a legit influencer having to go through it because they put their faith in the wrong people and don't believe in the people who are as successful as you believe in the people who don't need you believe in the people who can't benefit from you believe in the people who turn to you to try to make their experience better that's who you can trust it's the south congress podcast episode 68 my name is cameron and i'm peanut and we're out want to support the show want a specific topic comic show or movie discuss supporting the south congress podcast on patreon allows you to dictate the conversation visit patreon.com slash seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show